Hello and welcome to Ship It Shout It, your product management and product marketing podcast. Daniel Thomason, sitting right across from me here for product management. Hello. And me, Lena, here for product marketing. And as you know, we're in the middle of our Mars colonization discussion. We're here with episode two out of three. And this episode is all going to be about um, pricing and packaging. Yeah. So last episode was market analysis. And this time, yeah, as Lena said, we're looking at the delivery aspects of pricing and packaging. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the first thing to to lead in with actually is uh, pricing and packaging is kind of, we say we say it like that because that's the, that's the kind of cliche phrase. If you look in a marketing textbook or a product development textbook, it'll be said like that, PNP, pr- pricing and packaging. But actually, what we realized is it's the wrong way around. They're putting the cart before the horse here. Mm-hmm. You need to think about the package you want to put together. What needs to go in uh, a single kind of unit of value that you're delivering to the customer? Um, and then you think about the price of that. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about, I want to charge 100 bucks for this. What can I offer? It's usually the other way around, right? Yeah, and I guess you could think about it like that. And probably you will iterate around, mm-hmm. okay, if I put together a package like this, I'd have to price it at... X and that's too high. So what could I slim so, down from it? Yeah, if I want to price it at a little lower than X, what will I take out of the package? I guess exactly. Mm-hmm. And I suspect some companies do approach it more like that. Of say, we have a price point that we want to hit, and so kind of carve yourself like work out what can go into that box. But I think it makes more sense in our case to start with this: what goes in each of our tiers or packages, and then work out the pricing or think about the pricing after that. Makes sense. So no real change to it. So P and P, but it's just packaging and pricing. Exactly. It doesn't sound as good either. <laughs> it really like, doesn't. Anyway, it's like let's let's go into the packaging anyway, though. Regardless, yeah. let's let's turn towards Mars colonization and packaging then. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first thing that we need to think about is okay what does our offering actually look like like what is the package that we want to offer here and just so i got confused at the start of this i thought package meant something like the box that you unpack your iphone <laughs> yeah, daniel from. kept saying unboxing yeah and i was very confused by and uh, yeah so we, we we sort of talked past each other for a bit when we were planning <laughs> this episode until i worked out that actually package meant what is a single unit of value that you are selling to the customer? Like when I buy, when I buy X, you are, so it's like, think of buying an iPhone in the package with the iPhone is you get the charger and you get the headphones and you get the iPhone and you get like it preloaded with the operating system. That's the package. Mm-hmm. The box is the also packaging. The yeah, experience is different. <laughs> it's a different thing. So it's <laughs> also not very nice though. If you get an iPhone. Important to do important, but not what we're talking about here. Think of yes. packaging as more, as more like, um, kind of tier. what things are being thrown into the the thing you're buying the thing you're buying like uh, what yeah. comes with it okay cool and so what and so we're and looking so packaging at- for Mars colonization exactly. yeah <laughs> so so I guess the first thing to think about is kind of like okay are there different packages is it just one package that you can buy and are there any add-ons that you can buy as mm. well is it like a modular kind of thing exactly yeah so I think a good way to start is just thinking through all the things that you might need on Mars. That's a good, a good idea. <laughs> Should definitely do that before we leave. Probably. <laughs> so the first thing obviously we need is we need to travel to Mars. Sure. Then on Mars, we want accommodation. Mm-hmm. We want some sort of job, I would think. Well, maybe. like Maybe. This, I guess these are all question marks. So I, I guess the travel to Mars is a definite well, because otherwise we're not there. colonize Mars without it. Yep. Accommodation... 
might also be important, but I guess not necessary. We're already on Mars then. Well, you need, I mean, I guess you need some some level. Yeah, exactly. Job. Question mark. Question mark. I mean, job can also be very broad as in like you may not work in an investment bank, (laughs) but. (laughs) First Mars Holdings Incorporated. Exactly. Uh, But you might. (laughs) That'll be the second or third wave of of Mm, colonizers. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. (laughs) Uh, So. If not an investment bank, you might build roads, though. I it's would like, classify like, that as a job. What are you going to do, with, exactly, you do when you're there? You're probably not going to go to Mars and like, just, like, leisure. Day spa, yeah. yeah. Probably easier to go to, go to Mallorca and I, do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I don't think that our new age pioneers that no. we identified last episode would go to Mars and, like, cool, where's the best day spa here? That's right. Where's the, where's the Marsh, Martian resort? Yeah. Um, I don't so, think it's the first wave, at least. By, <laughs> by job, that's what I meant. Okay, like, fair. what are you going to do? Yeah, yeah, cool. And then question mark around means of transport. I was like, some way of getting around the place that you're exactly, living. Exactly, like, that's what I meant. Like Might be feet. Not Exactly, like, so what, what does that look like? Are yep. there feet, skateboards, um, Well, I mean, whatever. on Mars, this is also non-trivial as well, right? Because, yeah, like, I mean, you can't just looks walk different. outside yeah, exactly, um, like, places. Exactly. Yeah. So all of these things, I think, are then things that could go into our package, right? Yeah, and need to be thought about, to, at least. Yeah. And then it, it going back to the kind of, okay, do we want to offer it as one package or do we want to offer it as kind of add-ons is the, you know, is the most straightforward package actually just to travel to Mars and then the rest are add-ons. And kind of depending on what we offer here, it will change what our Mars experience will look like, I would say. Mm. So if, if say we offer just one package and it's all of those things. When you buy your Mars ticket, you get the travel, you get the accommodation, you get the job, you're set on Mars and you don't have too much, have too much to think about and everyone else will have the same experience. So it's, it's a very sort of homogenous. straightforward, homogenous process then. Yeah. If you don't go that way, if you have, okay, we offer travel only and then the rest are add-ons, that's much more chaotic and much more... I guess not like people will come and they don't all have the same experience. They need to figure different things out for themselves. And I can just see it being much more yeah, chaotic and difficult to get around at first. So it depends. It depends what we want to create here. Uh, but this is, this is a, um, a consideration that we need to have at, at the front. And I suspect with a product like this, with Mars colonization, there's enough complexity and chaos in inherent in this that allowing allowing or building in more complexity unnecessarily mm-hmm. by allowing it to be modular like this is probably something you want to steer away from. I would think so too, but I guess we'll talk about pricing later. But the thing to consider here is, okay, if we want to open it up to as many people as we can, and especially those people who are looking for a second chance, maybe to keep the cost really low, we do want to offer a very stripped down um, package here. True. This is this is just, you know, like, sure, it would be great to have for everyone to be set up fully, but... Um, May not be plausible given the, like, the clientele we want to appeal exactly. to. Exactly. Well, I guess, okay, so that, I guess, leads us to another option. Rather than having this base model with add-ons, kind of a modular approach, mm-hmm. you could also kind of go to the an intermediate 
way of doing this mm-hmm. and have different tiers of, of mm-hmm. different kind of di- different tiers of packages. Like so the bronze, silver, gold package, something kind like of thing. this, like basic, basic, uh, advanced, yeah. luxury mm-hmm. kind of one. Exactly <laughs> yeah. that sort of thing. Um, and this means that people, you still get the, the, the advantage of people kind of getting to customize their package according to their means and their needs, mm-hmm. but you still constrain, you say, okay, everyone needs to have this level of basics and each each step up, you don't get to bake it entirely yourself. This is mm-hmm. exactly what comes with that. Right, yeah. Um, and so, and one appeal to this is kind of often often you put in different tiers or one use of different tiers in, in businesses on earth at least is mm-hmm. not as a means of actually getting people to select different configurations, but as a way of kind of marketing your of the tier that you want people to select. Mm-hmm. This is kind, this is kind yeah. of Goldilocks effect kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a sort of behavioral economics concept where people will select the middle tier. If you have a really expensive tier and if you have the kind of like stripped down poverty tier, yeah. people will say, ah, so I don't have a, a good objective way of evaluating mm-hmm. value, but, but I the can middle do, one is good. Exactly. Like I know that that's really expensive and that seems really crap. And so mm-hmm. here we go. The middle one must be the right choice. Yeah. It's kind of, I think one of the um, examples is like the wine, wine buying example, right? Uh, yes. Where you, most people go to like a middle priced wine as like a, a good acceptable bottle of wine they stay away from the the two euro one and the hundred euro one and they probably go for the 10 to 20 euro one exactly and and then and the hundred euro one is almost meant as like a, a red herring it's not yeah. you you may sell you may never sell any of them but also con- like on the other side you also if there is someone who is just completely price insensitive and mm-hmm. who is willing to splash out any amount of money you can still capture uh capture their value yeah um but i think in this case though I don't think this kind of Goldilocks effect is what we're going for. I think it's mm-hmm. a complex enough thing and we want to make this a, a, accessible to a sufficiently wide um, group in society that we really would want to have meaningful tiers that were legitimately pitched at a specific user group per se. Like yeah. th- this tier is one we really think there's a persona associated with that. This middle tier, this upper tier, mm-hmm. however many tiers there are this we really want to sell this and that's how we get our um different people in who are um react differently to pricing right or who can pay a different price so we still have our low what 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 did you like entrance package or whatever um and that should be affordable for our people who are looking for a second chance or who may feel like earth has treated them unfairly or i guess you can also play a little bit with we don't just have to price it in terms of Earth dollars either. This mm-hmm. is the thing. Mm. It can be kind of a you pay in both upfront money, but also in terms of I guess the labor or labor something exactly like that. on mm-hmm. the colony. And so you are sort of essentially you're going maybe maybe even we have a free tier where yeah, you don't like pay upfront, mm-hmm. but you are you are essentially you're going as a work as a as an employee of the Mars colony kind of thing. Yes, um, and this this could be quite interesting, and this. I think then this is a really good example of the pricing 
being a really important part of the overall business strategy because mm-hmm. this is not just a how much money do we make as a company. This is a can we get the product to succeed because we need boots on the ground making things. Yeah. And so how do we appeal Absolutely. to the people who will be the yeah. the workers? Yeah. Um, the other kind of interesting question about, uh, about the kind of tiers and the packaging is, okay, if you don't like your tier or if you don't like the product, mm-hmm. is there a return policy? Yeah. Like can we, <laughs> can you somehow, can well, we... can you either upgrade if you didn't like the one you chose? Yes. Can you downgrade can you opt out? Can you say, no, this isn't for me? Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, is there a 30-day return to earth policy somehow? (laughs) Um, Or Mm. is this some sort of, no, but we'll give you Mars store credit? Or is it, Mm -hmm. we, sorry, you're stuck there, but we refund your descendants on earth somehow? Or like someone who's holding your Mars colonization insurance policy? And then what happens to you on Mars? Um, Yeah, that's really interesting. Obviously, I don't have answers to these questions, but the whole sort of what, (laughs) what, like, how do we reduce people's risk from have, from choosing to do this and then and then wanting regretting back. their decision? Yeah, or yeah. like wanting to upgrade or downgrade. Even that's the easier case. Yeah. Or wanting to opt wanting out. To return. That's yeah, difficult. That's tough. So I guess one thing how you want to how how you can make at least surer that someone um, doesn't <laughs> want to return is yep. demoing this properly. Ah, uh, yes. Right. Yeah. So basically, the question of like, okay, what do you show prospects? that they get a good sense of what it's going to be like to be on Mars. Mm -hmm. And also, like you were saying, what it's going to be like on Mars being in their respective tier. So I was thinking some sort of like VR Mars experience might be good. Oh, yes. Um, And I'm I'm picturing something very involved, kind of not just the VR goggles and everything, but also a... I guess a room that that feels like you're on Mars, so the the atmosphere around you feels like, like it. The gravity and stuff. Gravity, yeah. temperature, you know, all of those a kind social of social isolation. Potentially, I don't know. Yeah. Or like, yeah. Well, or like, like being in close, like tight confines with yeah. other people. It's like you know, it's like when when astronauts, um, like there are these like camps for exactly like something like that is there kind of a training to go on to mars and you you need to live there for 30 days so that you know how it's going to be you know something like that has to be something like that right so like like i mean it's a a huge it's a huge cost if yeah like we 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 basically (laughs) can't bring you back almost and so this needs to be like i think it would have to be for us but it's also for the person yeah totally um and so i think it would have to be okay we're going to put you through the best like we're going to give you as much information and as much exposure yeah. to what this is going to be like as possible. But then you got to, you got to lock yourself you decide, in. Yeah. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's a yes or no right now. Yeah, uh, and exactly. then, <laughs> sorry. And it's kind of then, you know, we, I think we want to move away from kind of the traditional website brochures, that kind of stuff, <laughs> because bit, we're not trying to sell it. Yeah. Like, we're not trying to sell it like that. We're really trying to ascertain, is this person going to make it on Mars and or thrive not? and thrive on Mars? Sure. Yeah. Because exactly. there's no good, like like regretful purchases are going to potentially threaten the whole, the overall thing. There's big negative externalities from people who are there who shouldn't be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, like like I said, simulating that Mars feeling sure. is really important. Mm-hmm. Another thing before we move into pricing, I think, is the last consideration for the packaging is, okay, what actually needs to be in place before sending people there? And so I guess, what can you promise that's uh, included in the package already when in, you arrive. In every package. In every like, package, exactly. Yeah. So I'm thinking things like dwellings. If yeah. we're offering accommodation, somehow there need to be 
houses, apartments, tents, whatever. Or maybe just on the space on the spaceship that sure. gets you there. Like yeah. you have somewhere to stay, but, but some sort of dwelling needs to be yeah there. Yeah, somewhere to sleep. Yeah, another one could be potentially electricity. I don't know how things would run on Mars, but all those kinds of electricity, water, all those utilities that you will need to upkeep life. Yeah, I get, well, I guess less so electricity and more like water, light, sanitation. Yes, like And sure. that all takes electricity. But I mean, if you're wanting to build stuff, yeah, well, true. how does that work? You know, yeah, like maybe not electricity, but maybe something, some other mode of um, running your tools and, you know. True, I guess, yeah, just the, the means to do what you came to The means to, to colonize, to yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, things like transport, roads, that kind of stuff, things that get you around. Mm-hmm. And then um, food supply, so food and water to keep you alive. And I guess some sort of certainty or high probability that there will be a continuation of food and water. Yes, we're not going to run out of the food. Yeah, because I think that's the... That's the question I would have if I were going to Mars. It's like, okay, sure, you're sending me with food, but mm-hmm. what happens after three months? Like, yeah. Wait, what's what's the, and so there'd be some sort of and new shuttles will arrive every month, and so you've got enough yeah. enough and or some sort of plan outlined for growing this is how we're or, growing things. Yeah, yeah. and so I th- mm-hmm. I, and I think those yeah I, I guess those have to be part of the base package before we start bringing in normal colonists. Yes, this would have to be really in place, right? Yeah. Of from every package. Yeah, sure. Um, which I guess sort of leads into part of it. It's it, This really needs to be bootstrapped to some extent yeah. of you can do a little bit with sending people there to, and obviously you are going to need to do a bit of preparation work. As you said, you need somewhere to sleep, eat, like mm-hmm. water and so on. But really it's one of those things that you need person power to make it work so mm-hmm. you kind of it needs a critical mass to make it sustainable um, yeah. to have people to build stuff to repair stuff to support each other to solve problems and so on so i guess this is back to our point about the the, the packages earlier like figuring out a way to price this to put it in reach of yes. sufficient buyers is actually going to be critical for its its, its success because unless you can get enough people going mm-hmm. it's not going to work at all um, and so there's a few ways I guess we could approach the pricing of it to help achieve this. One we alluded to earlier, like you can play with pricing as a part of the pricing can be pay us earth dollars to pay for the costs on earth, but part of it can also be pay pay in your labor to to create the thing that we're selling. Essentially sort of you're building the ship that you're 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 almost building the product you're buying mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah. Um and this is almost like being a, a beta tester, I guess, of a, of a of a new software product. You you will get it for free, but your feedback and your mm-hmm. using of it actually kind of helps to form helps it build. to the point yep. where it's going to be a sustainable product. Mm-hmm. Um, alternatively, you could potentially make it a loss leader, like sell tickets to get out there quite cheap, um, and then make your money by selling necessities on the ground. This is kind of a gold. <laughs> this seems a little bit evil, and it's a little bit like kind of gold rush <laughs> style. Like you could get out to the California gold rush or the Melbourne gold, uh, the um, the Victorian gold field. It's quite cheap. But then when you uh, got there, you found that it was quite expensive to uh, to live. It's like some sort of Steinbeck novel where... <laughs> yeah, it, I, it, it, it reminded Grapes me... Of, yeah, this idea reminded me of The Grapes of Wrath. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. <laughs> um, which is not a good comparison. If you guys haven't read it, I, it's, not a, it's not a happy comparison. No. Um, so yeah, so you could do it like that. And I think the, the, the big consideration with pricing is that not only do you need people 
to get it going, but there are big economies of scale um, to this. Mm-hmm. Sort of the more people you can get out there, the more that there'll be infrastructure and surrounding products and kind of support over there sufficiently to to like lower the prices of things. Like you we were talking about food before. Mm-hmm. Once there are sufficient people there growing their own food and mm-hmm. kind of who have be, like longer stockpiles of food, it like the risk of the risk of running out of food reduces a whole bunch because the yeah. you've reduced the variance in any individual's food supply quite a lot. Yeah. Um and so like making potentially subsidizing it heavily subsidizing the this Mars colonization super heavily initially mm-hmm. can still be profitable later on. Like yeah. an example, um there's a great book series on Lyndon Johnson. Um mm-hmm. and in the Master of the Senate, um one of this, like it's it's a five volume series. They talk about his fight to bring electricity to rural parts of Texas, and the way they convinced the electricity providers was, look, if you make it cheap enough to afford now, it will bootstrap itself to the point where right. you'll make a bunch of money from this. Like it's once people are, are uh, hooked up to the grid and using electricity, they rapidly ramp up their consumption. Like mm-hmm. you will you will make up on volume easily what you lose mm-hmm. on the fixed cost of of um. Uh, hooking them up and I think it's kind of similar here um, yeah. mm-hmm. so you could potentially um, I guess this is a very this is a very sort of startup growth startup story essentially like yeah. loss making initially with the idea that you hit a critical mass and economies of scale mm-hmm. and make and money eventually make money, yeah yeah so I think that's like those are the sort of th- questions I was thinking about around pricing How to price this. exactly mm-hmm. and then we're sort of running out of time. We don't want to uh, to t- this episode on pricing and packaging to drag on forever. Obviously, it's so interesting. Though. It is. I love this topic, and yeah. and this in real life, this would take lots of people a whole bunch of time to oh, yeah. really nail this. So, just we wanted to leave you with a few questions that we would continue talking about if we had all the time in the world mm-hmm. and were being paid to do this. Um, <laughs> so, what we're not being paid to do this? Well, not yet. I'm, I'm hoping. <laughs> I'm hoping that we get a call from NASA. But um, yes. so or Elon Musk actually. But um, so one of the questions we thought was, okay, yeah, we need a critical mass of people and there's economies of scale, but it's probably not sufficient just to get like. People ain't people in this sense. You also need a diversified uh-huh. user base. Mm-hmm. We 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 need like we want engineers, we want plumbers out there, we want people who are good with their hands. We probably want psychologists out there to help like manage <laughs> yeah. the like interpersonal conflicts, like et cetera, et cetera. And so how do you price it? How do you package it? How do you market like well, yeah, how do you price and package it? And also as a sort of side question, how do you market it to ensure that you don't just get a ton of friendless engineers who want to escape Earth, but yeah. you also get representation from other groups who are going to be critical to the success of the of the product? Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of the considerations that I was um dwelling on were around what type of society do we want to build here Mm. because the pricing and packaging will almost definitely result into a certain society that we have built because of how we brought this forward to people yeah so you know it's we've we've touched on it already but this if this is about a second chance can we actually charge much or are we excluding people from this Mm. uh should there be other ways into this like scholarships should there be i was thinking about it as like the third class titanic tickets 
um, where, you know, Jack Dawson goes over and like all he has is a ticket and nothing else. And a gleam in his eye. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then, but back to the earlier point of like how much chaos would that introduce into our society? Just like, and go. Like, yeah, exactly. Let you loose on Mars. Yeah. And I guess generally... Yeah, what type of society do do we want to build here? Do we want to build a society where we have different wealth levels? Or do we want to build a more homogenous society, at least at the start, where everyone is the new age pioneer who like pitches in? All of these considerations, like what we're deciding now with pricing and packaging, that's gonna be laying the ground rules, basically. Yeah, and, and so the it really has an outsized influence on what you end up getting. Yeah. Um, and I guess the, the the fundamental tension here is the more homogenous the population, the more likely it'll be harmonious, but mm-hmm. it will miss probably critical opinions and skills. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, getting those opinions and skills perhaps leads to a more a higher likelihood of conflict. Yeah. So um yeah, one one sort of just last thought I had, um, crazy crazy idea based on I'm a, I'm a native Australian, um, <laughs> and the way Australia was populated was with British convicts, and mm. so is that a is that a potential way of solving problems on Earth as well? Like there are overcrowded prisons in the US. Is this a sort of I wouldn't necessarily stick them on spaceships and be like, see ya, I'm <laughs> off you go to Mars in the same way the British did, yeah. but potentially it's like a okay, you've got a five year sentence left to to, to serve. You can serve that out or you can go, we'll send you to Mars as one of the first colonists. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And But then you may not want to send violent defenders because that might introduce mm. more problems than it solves. I don't know. This is just a sort of interesting mm. idea that uh, that came up to me. Please don't hate me. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> feel, feel free to tag me on Twitter and tell me how much of a, a bad person I am for this. <laughs> yep. So, so. I think we'd better wrap it up here because uh, mm-hmm. we could go on for a long time. Oh, yeah. Former economists tend to uh, be a bit too excited <laughs> about pricing. Yes, uh, sorry. So we looked at we looked at bundles, we looked at the packages, and um, we really like started to think a bit about how pricing affects which users we attract and whether that fits the strategy of the company of the product. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as always, links to what we talked about today are on the website you can check out the blog post um we'd love to hear from you if you have any thoughts uh as i said tag me on twitter if you think i'm a bad person (laughs) or if you'd like to comment in any way yeah please let us know we love to hear from you next week we're talking about launch our last episode in this mini series and the topic for that one is um planning the next iteration oh as if mars colonization weren't ambitious enough looking into the future gotta gotta keep moving yeah cool cool um thanks for listening We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>